Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the match preview: Everton versus West Ham United, Goodison Park, three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. The last one for a for a while, for over a month. Mm. Um, there's no games for over a month at Everton mm. at home. Um, tough game, isn't it? Tough game. Um, almost made tougher by the fact that we really do need to win this game. Just with Man United the week after, and then then we've got you know. A little bit of a break. Um, it feels like we just need to get that win, just to just cement it. Obviously, getting the points back this week, just to cement our little where we're going to be in the league. Yeah, then, you know, obviously West Ham won their first game of the year the other night against Brentford four two, and that helped Everton as well. Actually, kept mm-hmm. Brentford below Everton, didn't it? Especially after getting the points back, so that was a good result for them. But from our perspective, we haven't won since December the sixteenth in the Premier League, and that's. Awful, uh, whichever way you look at it. Home form's not been good enough this season, uh, and that's got to change as well. And Saturday represents an opportunity to do it, albeit against a tough side. But, you know, it was their first win in five. I think they'd lost the previous four. They lost last time out away at Forest. Mm. So it'll be a tough game, but it's not like we're playing an unbeatable team. But no. we will have to play well to beat them. Yeah, they're a strange side, aren't they, West Ham? Because obviously recently they haven't been winning loads of games, but they're still very much in a good position in the mm-hmm. Premier League. They're in the latter stages of the uh, Europa League as well. So it, it's not the worst place in the world. I know you can't tell other fans how to feel about their team. I know that for a fact, because we have had that quite a lot. But just looking from the outside, yeah, I know that it hasn't been a great start to 2024 for them. Um but overall, I think with the injuries that they've had and, and now they're starting to get players back, I think they're in a good position for a decent run towards the end of the season. Um, they have had injury problems and I think I think when I look at West Ham, when I look at Everton, I think one of the major... I think squad-wise, I don't think there's, there's that much difference in terms of size, but I just think their first team has got a slightly higher calibre than, than we have. So therefore, when they miss them, obviously they face all the same problems 
as we do. But when they get them back, I do think they've got quite a good they've got quite a good strong side. Um, certainly in midfield, you look at like the likes of Kudus and Ward Prowess, and now they've got Paqueta back, who does seem to to be hugely important for them. Um, and Jared Bowen, who's having a great season, scoring lots of goals and showing that you don't always need a centre forward who's an old fashioned number nine, I suppose. Well, you need someone to score the goals, and Bowen steps up to the plate. West Ham don't have a, a real centre forward, do they? To call their own. You got Mikel Antonio, who is he's all right. He's a batter and run. And when he plays, doesn't get a lot of goals. But Bowen's fantastic, and they've got Kudus, who's been brilliant. War Prowse is a, is a threat from set plays. Better, like you said, they've got a lot of good attacking talent, West Ham. And yeah, it, it is strange when you look at it, obviously, from just an, an objective perspective, and you see what a good job David Moyes has done in terms of league positions, you know, you know, Europa League performance, semi final, winning the Europa Conference League, mm. doing well in the Europa League again this season. They've, up, they've been up <clears throat> top six, seven, eight under Moyes. And then you hear about all the unrest that people aren't yeah. happy and they want them out. You do scratch your head a little bit from where West Ham were. But like you said before, you, we can't tell. You can't tell other fans how to feel about their club and no. they watch it every week. So, yeah, they're a, they're a tough side. They've got good attacking talent. But like I said before, they are beatable and Everton have got to start winning home matches at Goodison Park. That's the problem. There's that mm-hmm. we've won three home games and it's March next time we play. So that is where if we're gonna move away from the threat of relegation. Great getting points back the other day. Gotta start winning home games and Saturday has to be the beginning of that. Yeah, I mean when you look at the list of the games we've got for the rest of the season, West Ham are the one of the tougher ones. But, you know, there's only really Liverpool to come at Goodison that you really are fearful for. We've played everyone else now. West Ham would probably say the second toughest. Mm. Um, so, of course, there's pressure on the there's pressure on the game. We normally do okay against them. Obviously, we've beaten them already this season. But I just think, for me, I think there has to be... And I've said this before. i said this about the Palace game. i said this about other home games. Got to look like, from the start, we're going after them and we're not going to let... Someone come to Goodison and get comfortable, and then that makes the f- the crowd feel uneasy. No, you know it doesn't matter about how we talk about the Goodison and the relation between the players and the manager and the crowd and all that. If you don't show something in the first fifteen minutes, the crowd are just going to settle down. Of course, they are. The it, the onus is on us to win our home games. We are for many years we were used to obviously having a great home record. I know. I mean. Over the last 10 years, there's been up and down. There's been some good seasons and there's been not so good seasons. But this season is really, really poor. And it's why we are where we are. If we could match the away form with the home form, um, we would be a proper mid-table team. I just think that you can't let the opposition settle into games. I think we we do this when we go away. You know, you know, A lot of times I always think if we get through the first 20 minutes when we're away, we're going to be fine. We're going to settle into it. Um, I know when we went down to when we did go down to West Ham, sort of first twenty minutes we looked a bit edgy, and then once we got past that, we settled down. Their crowd, um, you know, their crowd sort of sat back, relaxed, and then it becomes just about playing the game of football. I think the players and the manager have got to realise that you've got to energise the crowd at Goodison. You've got to show 
that you are up for the fighting and it's not just about staying in shape and all this kind of thing. I know that's part of the tactics, but if you want Goodison to go with you, you've really got to energise them. And if it doesn't start now, really it should have started against Palace, but if it doesn't start now on a traditional Saturday afternoon, three o'clock kickoff, every game is going to get a little bit more edgy. And because the next home game after this isn't until April, that feels like it's really close to the end of the season then. And all those, all yeah, well, it is. And all fans then have got all those things running through their minds because we know we've gone through in the last couple of seasons. The way to keep that away is just go out there and, and have, have a real go. And you know what? If it doesn't go your way, you'll go, all right, well, it's just one of those things. But I thought against Palace, we were so flat. And, it, and yes, we were in control of the game, for, for, but we never really had that extra little bit that gets the crowd going and creates that momentum at Goodison Park that I think has been missing for too many years now. That thing of just going after teams and staying in their half and recycling the ball, uh, that, for me, has to, has to happen on Saturday. Yeah, I don't think the manager's learned how to energise the crowd since he's been here. He's, got it, he's done brilliantly away from home. And he's done it. He really has made us really competitive away. And you know, bar the odd, been two or three games where we've not performed away. In general, we've been in every game. But at Goodison, you know, seven wins as Everton manager at home in over a year isn't a good record. Not mm. good enough. So you've got to use that. The crowd, you've got to play into that. That's our strength at Goodison Park. And I think against Palace, we come out and we allow them to just settle, and therefore the game. Just, you know, the quality was awful, let's be honest, from both sides. Mm. But there wasn't even the franticness and that little bit of chaos that sometimes creates a goal and, yeah. and gets you going. And I think the, the best example I saw of us starting the game, right, was Bournemouth at home. When yeah. we come out, we seem to be just on top of them immediately and yeah. not letting them settle. And when Everton do that, particularly this side, because we win the ball back a lot, I think we do it quite well. We've done it to some extent against Spurs. It was just we mm. used, we didn't use the ball properly. We, I mean, we won it back 18 times in the final third that day, which was more than any team had done for years, four years, I think it was. And yet we didn't create anything off it. We, we just scored two goals yeah. off set plays. So we have to be that team that is suffocating West Ham mm. yeah. on Saturday and keeping them pressed back. Because if you do that, the crowd will respond, which will obviously give the players a lift which will obviously help. And you, if you throw everything at it and you lose, so be it. But yeah. going and sitting back and waiting for something to happen, as an away team. You know, David Moyes, I imagine, you know, we know loads of respect for David Moyes. I imagine he will be saying, just quiet in this crowd, mm -hmm. the first 15 minutes. He's got experience of what it's like when you're with them. And he, David Moyes did, in general, get, that first 15 minutes, try to whip something up so that it, you became in a game and you engaged the crowd. And that's what Sean Dyche has got to do. Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a little look at the uh, match pack for the game. This Saturday at 3 o'clock, Goodison Park, Everton take on West Ham in the Premier League. In the Premier League, the two teams have met. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewellery, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. 
Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 55 times, 29 total wins going to Everton, 13 to West Ham, and the other 13 are draws. The reverse fixture this season in October took place at the London Stadium and Everton won 1-0 with a goal from Dominic Calvert-Lewin. The last time West Ham won at Goodison Park was October 2021 with a 1-0 win. Season so far, Everton sit 15th in the league after a 6-point deduction. They've won 8 games, drawn 7 and lost 11. West Ham sit 8th, they've won 11 games, drawn 6 and lost 9. Everton have kept 8 clean sheets this season, West Ham have kept 5. In the goals chart between the two teams, Jared Bowen tops with 14 goals and Abdullah the Corey follows behind with 6, who is joint with Mohamed Kudus, who also has 6 goals this season. Vladimir Kufal tops the assist chart with 6 assists and his joint top with Warder Prowse, who also has 6. Dwight McNeil has 5. Emerson tops the tackles chart this season between the two teams with 75 tackles. James Garner follows behind with 66. There you go. Let's have a little look at uh, West Ham's team from Monday night's game against Brentford. There you can see it. Um, obviously, Bowen playing up front in the game. Um, they do welcome back Calvin Phillips for this game after a one-game suspension. Um, can you see him being involved if finding his way? Because Al Alvarez is, I think, being pretty good for West Ham and. Um, Suchek's important. Suchek, yeah, he's important. So do you think? Do you think he'll? Do you think he'll change it with it being an away game? Because you know that 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 front four, Wall Prowess is is in between, mm -hmm. but seems very attacking. Or do you think? Do you think Calvert's come back? I mean, he's not a, had a great start as he to his West Ham career. I wouldn't say that as much. No. I'd just have him on the bench because I think he's been a little bit. The games I've seen him, you know, he was sent off a of forest, and he? he was poor against Brentford at home. The game I saw, give the goal away. Um, I wouldn't have had as much as them on the bench, but mm. who knows? I mean, I don't know what he'll do. They've had a good result the other night. Why would you mix that up? Yeah, why would you? You're change not going to take War Prowse out because obviously he's a, he's a threat, free kicks and corners, so mm. he will play. So what are you going to do? Play him deeper? The Calvin from Calvin Phillips plays deep and gets yeah. the ball and plays it. Like you said, Alvarez has done okay. Suchek's key height wise and that. So no, I I I just think Calvin Phillips will be sub. Yeah, but I don't know. West Ham fans might look and go, "What are you on about well, that's, play?" That's the that, the other night was their first win since I think just over Christmas when they went mm. to the Emirates and won two 0 which was a very good professional performance when they when they beat them. Um, but that was their first win, so I can't see there being too many changes. Obviously, Bowen got a hat trick the other night. Let's have a look at, look at his numbers. Twenty five games, fourteen goals uh, in the Premier League. Um, 
I think he's got 16 altogether. XG of 9.04, two assists, and an XA of 2.48, I think it is. 4.8. And I can see very dominant down that right hand side. Um, and it, it, yeah, it'll be interesting. It's a different, it's a different one for Tarkowski and uh, Jared Brantwaite. Obviously, someone who's gonna who's gonna come off, and then maybe the, that space will be taken up um, by other players. But different kind of uh, centre forward or floating player to play against. But we played they those two have played against a lot of players this year, and they are the second best Premier League partnership. Um, so. Factually, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. No, that's factually behind Gomez and... and uh, Conarty and Van Dijk, not Gomez. Oh, is it Conarty Con and Van Dijk? Yeah. yeah, listen, Everton have been good. Could have named the bloody embryo, then it yeah, wouldn't have made a possibly. difference. Uh, it's Jordan Pickford, obviously. The tops the clean sheet yeah. chart. With Raya of Arsenal, I think. Another keeper as well. And Everton, obviously, the two centre-backs are the best rate of partnership. Mm. Um, after Van Dijk and Conarty, Everton... I've got the fourth best defensive record in the Premier League. It's offensively Everton are poor. Mm -hmm. You know, I think West Ham are averaging 1.54 goals a game. Everton are averaging 1.08, mm -hmm. which says it all defensively. West Ham are conceding 1.77 a game. Everton are at 1.31. So it's they, they have got a stronger attack and we have got a stronger defence. But just getting back to Jared Bowen, who's been fantastic. A player Everton looked at a few times when he was at Hull, but didn't take the gamble. West Ham did, and he's been brilliant for them. Mm -hmm. The other night, two different goals, lovely sharp finish for his first one, good touch and finish, and the second one uh, goes down into the box. I think it was Kufal who pulled it back and he's dispatched it. And then the third was a header, wasn't it? And he's, he's I think he's brilliant, Bowen. Listen, Liverpool have looked at him, and I think of Arsenal have had a little look at him as well. And you will attract that kind of interest when. You perform on week in mm. and week out, being brilliant for West Ham and Everton are going to have to watch him because he's a threat, whether he goes down the right, the left or through the middle. He is a big threat. And um, But he did play when we beat them down there. Yeah. So we have played against them before this season and done quite well. So that's what we're hoping for again this weekend. But uh, he is by far West Ham's you know, key man. But they've also got, like you mentioned before, Paqueta's a good player and they've got Mohamed Kudus who was a, a whisker away from joining Everton as well, wasn't he? Um, 18 months ago. He's gone to West Ham and shown his ability. You know, six Premier League goals he's got and obviously scored in Europe as well. Lovely left foot, can drift in outside. So there's definitely a few that Everton are going to have to keep their eye on this weekend. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a decent side, aren't they? And they've got a few different, different ways of... Uh... Of course, and your problems, although of late it hasn't happened. And obviously, the last away game I think they played was Nottingham Forest, where they've beaten 2 0. And obviously, as I said, they had the injury, so it's it's a slightly different team. But uh, they showed the other night, I think, I thought the other night Brentford showed that you could get, get at them. And it'll just be an interesting one because I don't think West Ham like having a lot of possession either. No. So, and we obviously don't like and when we're forced to have a lot of possession, certainly at home, I think that's where it causes us problems. So, it might be very important that we do have a player on the pitch who's comfortable on the ball. So, let's just have a look at the team from last week. So, we know obviously Garner Gay is struggling uh, and the managers revealed as well. onana has got a bit of a groin issue as well. So, he's going to leave them till the very last minute. But, I, I just think Onana will have to play. will have to just get involved and, and playing and as I said he's going to be on the ball a lot and if, you know if we are going to have to play with a with more possession 
then Onana has to play. I mean, I think he has to play anyway. I, 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 I find it weird that we don't play him, but um, he's going to have to play, I think. As long as he can get through the game, then yeah, he'll play. I'm not convinced that Drisha will be fit. Mm. I know the manager said he'll leave it till a late decision. <clears throat> Maybe he'll make the bench, I don't know. But I think Onana will play. I think it'll be him and James Garner uh, in the middle. Obviously, the core ahead of them, as we saw. And then Jack Harrison and Dwight McNeil on either side. I think basically one change from last weekend. And, and that, to me, will be Amadou Onana for the Drifagana game. Mm. I think the rest will be the same. Um, is that is there a, a, you know, is there a case for putting better in instead of Dom? Just because of the makeup of West Ham's centre-backs, both decent in the air? I think he'll stick with Dom. I mm. think Dom... Uh, He's got to listen. He's got to start scoring goals. We've got to create more chances for him. Mm. That's for sure. But Dom has got to step up. We need someone to step up and take responsibility. You know, Jared Bowen did that for West Ham the other night. They hadn't won this year. He stepped up and took responsibility for them and got himself in amongst it. Got the goals, and that's what we need Dominic Calvert-Lewin to do for us. Yes, there needs to be better from Dwight McNeil who's been poor of late. Mm. You know, he can do better. We know yeah. that he can weigh in with goals. He proved it last year. Jack Harrison, you know, he scored the other week against Luton in the Cup, but he's got to weigh in with more Premier League goals. We need the core. I know the core has just come back, but we need him yeah, on this yeah. game because we just don't score enough goals. You know, more than 50% of our goals are from set pieces. I and mean, we don't think we only scored 28 goals. Mm. So that's yeah. just not good no. enough at all. No, and again, when you're playing at home and the onus is on you, to have the ball and have more possession, and again the teams we're going to play against coming to Goodison, they're going to they're going to look at the same, exactly the same way, mm. um, and it is on them games because I think you know away games. What is it? We've got Bournemouth and we've got Luton, and they're the ones where you look at and go, might get something out of them. The other ones, yeah, I'm not writing them off, but they they're tougher, they're tougher games. So uh, something has to start changing at home, otherwise we'll find ourselves. Uh, with more to worry about than points deductions, I think. So let us know your thoughts in the comments on this one. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Are you excited for us? Let it know. Let us know in the comments. Make sure to give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. If you want more great videos, join us over on Toffee TV Premier. The link is in the description and the QR code is coming up now. See you later.